Welcome to the Express Soul Health and Wellness Podcast. In each episode, you'll learn from experts about the best practices and technologies to live a happier, healthier, and hopefully a longer life. Here is your host, Claudia Erdinola. Hello, welcome to Express All Health and Wellness Podcast. In today's episode, yes, I am here with Aria. She's my baby. She's a five-year-old Boykin Spaniel and is part of my family. Today, I'm going to be talking about the dog's companion and the multiple benefits that these beautiful beings bring to our lives. Um, we're going to talk about how dogs impact health and wellness in many ways for humanity. And this is episode one. We are going to talk about how dogs impact health and wellness in many ways for humans. Also, this episode is part one of two-part episode of Express All Health and Wellness podcast. In part one, we're going to discuss with David Botero how our furry friends, dogs, impact our health and well-being in so many ways, physically, mentally, and emotionally. We're also producing this first part in Spanish with Natalia Ospina, David's wife. In part two of this episode, I am going to the U.S. Air Force facility at the Lagland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas, where they train all military working dogs. Bruce, my husband, as you know, is a veteran for the Air Force, also a canine trainer. And he will be telling us all about how these hero dogs provide a valuable service to our armed forms who serve around the world, also for the active duty handlers and trainers and the veterans of the military forces who have post-traumatic syndromes to help them in their rehabilitation. Yes, this is an episode that you please stay tuned to, to the end because it's beautiful and you're going to learn a lot about dogs. So here with us, David Botero. If you like the content of our podcast, subscribe to our channel and hit the notification button. Help us to spread the word on health and wellness. Also, check out our sponsors as we have great discounts for our listeners. And follow us in our social media outlets. We really appreciate your support. Thank you. So, David, welcome to Express All Health and Wellness Podcast. I, I already introduced you. I already told our audience who you are. And now we would like to know in, in your expertise um, to tell us a little bit about yourself, about the, the organizations that you belong to and, and all of this work, amazing work that you're doing uh, with the dogs for physical, mental, and emotional support for humans. No, thank you, Claudia. Thank you for, for having me on this, uh, on this podcast, on this show. And, uh, you know, we all, we're always passionate about, uh, what we do. We're always passionate, uh, first about God, but, um, we're passionate that, that, that God gave us these amazing creatures or this amazing, amazing creation that are pets, that are dogs. Um, and, you know, part of what we do, part of what we do with my wife is that the first thing we do is we talk about this love, this, um, you know, uh, 
this special bond that that uh, God gave us with these dogs to to really show us His love through that creation. Because a lot of the times, you know, it's kind of hard, um, you know, experimenting or knowing about an, or seeing an invisible love. But um, you know, God is good, and He gave us these little guys, these little dogs, or or big dogs, to um, show us a unconditional visible love so that we can understand an unconditional invisible love that God gives us. So part of what we do is talk about that. We have a, uh, a, a digital ministry organization that that really allows us to show this love through these dogs. And then, you know, once we're able to do that, uh, we have partnered with and, and we're members of this amazing organization uh, called Canines for Christ. And uh, it's a Christian dog animal assisted therapy ministry, uh, international and national all over the U.S. and in some parts, um, other parts of the world, where basically we uh, we just it's just ordinary people and their dogs that God uses to bring love, hope and compassion to the community. So, um, you know, it's an organization that really uh brings together members, brings together people who are passionate about dogs and the benefits and blessings that dogs can have on uh, people in the community and just allows these members to be, uh, you know, God's hands and feet all around uh, the community that, that they live with, you know, day in and day out and just bring this hope and compassion uh, to them, whether that be going to hospitals, cancer centers, uh, places of, of crisis or trauma. Uh, we really go in and basically what we do is develop the ministry of presence. A lot of times, uh, you know, they say uh, um, uh, just being there can, can for someone in a time of crisis can be a lot more powerful than any words you can express. And what a dog does basically is open up that door with the ministry of presence, just being there, whoever has you know, these, uh, uh, one of these dogs or one of these um, blessings, God's blessings in their home, they know that just the fact of being right there where you are, um, it speaks a thousand words in terms of giving you peace, giving you companionship. I uh, actually have one of our little, little, little girls yes, right please. here. So, please introduce us with your little one. Yes, this is Alana. This is Alana. She's uh, hey, Alana. the star of the house. So... Um, you know, Alana over here, she doesn't need any words. She just needs kisses and, and, uh, and just presence and companionship to really just, uh, you know, bring peace, bring hope. And, and when you see these, uh, these little ones with you, you understand that God created them for a purpose. And that purpose is just to be that, uh, ministry of presence around us. So, uh, yeah, that's what the organization is about. Great organization founded by, uh, Larry Randolph in 2007 with over a thousand members uh, all over the world, really just sharing God's uh, hope and compassion and love through these furry little guys and girls. So for someone who wanted, um, you know, to have the, the, the you know, the, the service from, from the Canines for Christ, um, they had a family member that may need it, know of someone that is in a hospital, know an elderly person that will may benefit for the presence of your dogs. 
all what they have to do is to contact someone for the organization and coordinate a visit is how it works? Uh, well, yeah, basically, um, you know, each member, once they're, they're, they're members of Canines for Christ, the, the visits can be as uh, organizational or as personal as each member can, can, uh, wants to make it. I could, I could go with my dog to my brother's home when he's going through a tough situation and just be that, uh, person that goes with my dog to bring that hope, to bring that love, just to bring that presence in that situation and be there. And then the dog opens the door for me to just speak hope, speak life into their lives or i could make it as organizational as you know um many members were in uvalde texas uh when you know all that situation occurred and they were mobilized uh you know a bunch of the members mobilized over to um uvalde texas and just was there as an organization right so i mean it's as it's as small or as big as each member uh, how each member wants to participate, but um, and I, when I say as small, I don't mean as small as an impact, but as small as and you have everything you need with your dog and uh, and and your uh, the equipping that the ministry gives you to be a blessing to that person or organization um, that you go to to serve. This is wonderful. This is um, part of what we do here in this podcast, David. We are all about prevention of disease, but also we want to bring information to people that may not know of all of the benefits right now, talking to you about the, the physical and mental and emotional support and, and benefits that having a dog at home can bring to someone. Um, and what your organization does is, is, is amazing. I want to learn a little bit more about, uh, and we want to go on, on each of these topics because I want my audience to really um, get these uh, amazing benefits from you, to know about this, the dogs in our lives, how they support us and how, I mean, I was reading some stats this morning. They were amazing and they were saying that there is about 89 million families and individuals in this country along in the United States that have dogs, that own dogs. And, and, and that is wonderful. It's a huge community of people already receiving the benefits, but some others for many circumstances. I mean, you're talking about maybe nursing homes, maybe kids that have to be uh, for long terms in, in, uh, in cancer hospitals. Or, 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 you know, regular hospitals for different uh, health conditions, people that are going to a struggle after the loss of someone significant in their lives. So many situations can we go on and on and on that a dog can support that specific person. So tell us a little bit about what are the benefits of a dog uh, for mental health. Let's start that. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, the first thing you said is, is you know, for, for people who aren't good with percentages, basically it's two out of every three homes has a dog. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal. And you could have the solution to a lot of your health problems um, with that furry little uh, creation of God that's in your home. 
and the people that don't have it in their home, but um, you always see or it. Or big, as, oh, you know, because someone, some people like the big dogs big. too. Yeah, or the big ones, right, that's right. Um, <laughs> so, and the, and the people that don't have a dog, you know, it's it's saying, okay, yeah, there, there are some responsibilities, clearly, but the benefits outweigh immensely the 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 responsibilities and um you know we're, we're ones that think that health is an integral thing um you know we 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 belong to a a healthcare plan which is faith-based as well that um they talk about health being not only taking care of yourself but taking care of one another taking care of your mind taking care of your spirit taking care of your body so um you know a lot of people just say just associate health with you know medicine and uh you know doctors but it's a lot more than that it's it's uh, and and when you say you know it starts with mental health because you know the, the i think the battle we all have is is first in our heads um so you know w w and when we are able to reduce stress when we're able to reduce anxiety um you know a lot of those things are going to be what's going to uh, allow us to prevent a lot of the things before it happens and not have a reactive approach to med to, to health, but a pro, uh, a proactive approach to health. So, you know, um, there's, there's, a, studies that, that have been published, uh, um, that say that the pet owners who interacted with their, with their, with their pets on, you know, on a, on a, uh, consistent level, they were actually experienced a, a decrease in, in, in a hormone and cortisol, cortisol levels, which is a hormone that is uh, associated with stress. So just sharing, just sharing time with, with, uh, with one of these dogs uh, in the practical sense, you might, ha you might have problems, you might have stress, but if you just go out and, and go for a walk or go in, in, in the grass and just kind of hang out and, and be with your dog, you can see that those, um, cortisol levels or that stress, putting it practically, it starts decreasing. That anxiety starts decreasing. So, um, because those, those, the anxiety and the stress is replaced with companionship, is re replaced with comfort. It's replaced with, you know, uh, um, being not feeling alone or, or, or not feeling overwhelmed. And it starts improving your overall mood. I think that's why. Uh, a lot of businesses are actually becoming pet friendly in the sense that, that they see that when when uh, the Absolutely. people are allowed to bring their pets into the work into the workplace, it reduces the stress. Into of the airplanes, traveling with the dogs. Yes, my my wife and I, we uh, you know, we tend to bring at least this uh, this little one, Alana. We tend to bring her um, everywhere, and you know, um, it just me even too. If you're in a, I travel with Aria. I travel with Aria too, yeah, my dog. Yeah, the, and she, so whatever, since she was like 10 weeks old, she learned how to get into the airplane. She, she knows how to hold her peepee. -pee. I mean, she's so disciplined, but we trained her since she was very little because for us, she's a member of our family. And, yeah. um, and she came to my, to our lives to support my husband's stress. I start, um, I, by that time I re-engage my, my profession as an engineer and going to office eight to five back then, it was very hard for Bruce because I used to work at the farm before we were all the time together. So for him not to see me eight to five, it was difficult. And Aria came as a blessing because he started, okay, I can't stay in, in, a, in, in a house all day. I need to take her for a walk. I need to teach her how to get potty trained. I need to, you know, so he started getting out and 
he met all the neighbors, he started walking, enjoying more of the sun. It was a very, you know, period of time where he was a little depressed because the, our routine changed. I wasn't home. But Aria came and totally changed that. And, and, and she's part of our family. We travel with her like you guys travel with Alana. I know you have more dogs, correct? Yes. So actually, uh, we have a 15-year-old, a, a Yorkie as well. His name is uh, Melo. I don't know if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my wife to see if you can bring him over. But that is an amazing story because when you just when you spoke about, uh, you know, your, your husband and, and uh, depression, um, my wife actually, you know, when, when she was single, when she was younger, uh, she battled with episodes of, of really um, chronic or severe depression. And, um, you know, she tried all the uh, different avenues, but at the end, the, what God used to take her out of, of depression and maintain her out of these, uh, um, you know, depressive episodes is this little one right here um, that you see. This is Melo. That's, hey, Melo, how are you? Melo, he's 15 years old, and uh, he is, <laughs> this, is the, this is the dog that, God used to, to bring my wife out of depression, to bring my wife out of uh, discouragement. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And, and just, com just with companionship. Cause if you see, I mean, they, he can't, he can't give her advice. You know, <laughs> it's can't. so cute. And now it's something else about the dogs, David. And I think for people that are battling with mental uh, issues, such as stress, anxiety, depression, which is mental and emotional. But what happened is like at some point it gets uh, the, the world of that specific individual gets very self-centered. They are too into themselves, depressed, stressed, thinking over and over. But when, when they have a companion dog, they have a, a, a pet, they have to take care of the pet. They have to go and feed it. The little one start getting jumpy or the big one needs a common punch. He wants to, you know, play. He wants to get your attention. So it's in that moment where I think um, it helps tremendously for, for the people that are suffering and battling with these mental disorders, mental conditions to have a pet. Because then what was all about themselves and getting sad and depressed and not, not seeing the light and the beauty of life all of the sudden they see this uh, companion creature that is there just to bring joy. And then everything is start changing. Yeah. I think what you said about uh, selfishness is that when you start looking too much towards yourself and what you need and what you lack, um, that brings in, you know, discouragement, depression, because I need, I need. But when one of these uh, one of these guys comes along, it's like, I can't, I can't think of myself because there's someone that depends on me. And uh, once I notice, once I realize that they depend on me, then I have to take care of them. Then I have to get up and, and do something about it. I have to feed them. I have to, uh, you know, bathe them, take them out. So I have to, I have to take myself out of that depressive state of that discouraged state to be not because I want, maybe not even because I want to, maybe not even because I, I, I feel the need, but I have to take care of this, um, this God's creation that God kind of gave me as a responsibility and as a blessing. So it, God uses these dogs to take you out of this depressive or discouraged state that otherwise would be tougher for you to get out of. So yeah, I, I completely agree. 
And it's something else that when when you bring a pet to live with you, it's kind of like you invite him to live with you. So it's a responsibility. These are um, beautiful creatures that need care. They cannot go and feed themselves. They cannot open the refrigerator and grab something to eat. They cannot open the faucet and get some water on the bowl. They need to be fed. They need to be, you know, take care of. So that is when it, I think is one of the main uh, benefits happen because it's kind of like producing this need for emotion from that person that is taking care of that, that pet. It has to get out of the couch, go and feed him. It needs to move and to take him out to, to you know, for do his physical necessities outside on a patio to get a walk. So I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing that we can enjoy our dogs. And I was actually, the other day, um, we saw a, a program on TV, and I, I, I don't remember where it was, but they got this testimonial of somebody. It was a, a, a man, I, I think it was somewhere in Wisconsin, somewhere there. Anyway, he was probably between 50 and 60 years old. He lost his wife. He, she battled with cancer, lost, lost his wife, and he get very depressed, very, very, very much in depression. And someday somebody asked him, you know, you're doing all of these medications. It's not helping you. You're not sleeping well. You're totally, you know, you're not improving through the medications that the doctors gave you. Why you don't try something different? And then he stopped, no, 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 don't tell me about exercising or going on a trip. I don't want to do anything. I'm too depressed. Say, no, 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 no. Why you don't go to the shelter that is nearby? Just stop by. You don't, listen, open your mind. You're just going to go and see if, if is there a dog, but you may say, ah, dogs are responsibility. I'm too busy, too sad, whatever. Anyway, in one of those crises, he said he is stopped by the shelter. And he went there and as he started walking like like through the corridor and seeing, you know, the dog side by side, it was one dog that called his attention because it was in a way that he was looking at him. He said that he was looking not at him, but through him, like looking, like really looking to him. And he felt like he couldn't leave that place without a dog. So he, he took the dog home. And what happened after was very remarkable because this person was not only um, basically uh, totally um, dependent of these medications for the stress, depression, you know. I mean, these are very commonly prescribed by the, by the doctors. And then he was also overweight because he didn't want to move, leave the house, see the sunlight. He said this dog, it was, is it, he said it was a kind of a boxer mix, whatever, very active dog. And he started feeling that the dog needed to go out. So, okay, I need to take the dog for a walk. He said it was short walks. And then little by little, he started seeing that the dog liked to run. Like, like he was kind of teasing him. Like he was walking and then running a little. And then he has to run to catch up with the dog. And then he was running a little more. And he said, this dog likes to run. So he bought a pair of shoes, sneakers, and started running with the dog. Soon enough, he started losing weight. He started spending more time outdoors. He started planning his work and the running time with the dog. He said, he, this dog saved my life. It transformed me from where I was to what I am today. He totally get out of the medications. He totally get active and start competing. 
<laughs> you know, in five Ks and ten Ks for for charity events. He was he's like, this is another me. I never thought I was going to do this physical activities. It's not because of my dog. He actually cried during the interview because he was so much being grateful to this blessing on his life. So like him, so many, David. I know you have probably hundreds of stories of people that like like this person I described went through transformational um, situations by having a companion dog. Tell us a little about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's amazing just because um, the fact that, that the dog is going to want to play and uh, the dog is going to want to spend time and, and bite and do this uh, it, it, and they're, they don't receive no for an answer. It's like, no, 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 I'm not asking <laughs> you to play with me. I'm telling you <laughs> to play with me. Yes. And uh, so, so what that, but really what that does on a, on a, on a chemical level is that um, it, it, that play and that kind of, I have to get up and play starts producing, uh, I think it's serotonin or dopamine, um, which are like neurotransmitters that start regulating the mood and they start, um, you know, lifting you up from fascinating. this uh, depressive state and and when i when we when we started sharing this on social media because part of our ministry we have it's, it's Diwali of pets where we share you know testimonies and and what god has done through um these dogs in our lives but also in lives of others the stories that we hear of, of dogs lifting people up from you know um when their family member died when they lost their baby had a miscarriage when they uh different traumas that they had lived through that the only way that they were able to to, to, to get up or the or the only way that they saw god in all of this is their dog understanding their 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 state understanding their mood understanding their, their what they're going through and bringing what they needed for that moment because sometimes they need play but sometimes they just need to you know, sit down next to us. And it's, it's a way of God saying, I'm here, you know, you're going to be okay. Um, even if you, you don't want to get up, you know, so they, they have this ability to sense, um, you know, what the, the mood and what's going on in our lives and kind of um, be that complement or that uh, solution that God brings through them to either give us presence, give us activity um, or give us companionship uh, based on what we need. It's, a, it's amazing. The stories that, that, that you hear, it's, it's just, uh, you know, once you see that, you see that, you said that if that's not God working through its creation, I don't know what is. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I, I want to read something that I got here. It says that according to a study published in the journal of applied development, psychology, children who own a dog, were more likely to engage in social behaviors such as introducing themselves, asking to join, and sharing with others. Additionally, dogs can serve as a conversation started and help individuals to connect with others. I know you have two beautiful daughters. Tell us a little bit about their interaction with the dogs. Well, actually, uh, you know, we just mentioned something. So before that, I wanted to mention that if it wasn't okay. for this guy, I wouldn't be married. Um, because no, our first, tell us yeah, about it. <laughs> our our first, I guess, date, if you want to say, was was uh, based around that. You know, my wife usually would would probably say, 
uh, no, are you are you asking me out? No, of course not. But when I when when the when the the plan was, hey, you know, I have I have a dog. Why don't we meet at the park and have the dogs meet each other? Um, it was a different answer. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's kind of like you have a dog, I have a dog. That means we kind of have the same heart. So okay, now I I I can trust you a little more. And uh, and our first dates were at the park with um, at that point. Mello was her dog, and and I had my uh, I remember it was a dog at, at my mom's house, um, and that was a way for us to connect. And through the the dog, I remember there's I don't know if my wife has it, but there's a picture of us uh, like on our first date where we're holding we're holding hands, and you see in the picture the the hand of the dog is like right on top of that. So definitely the my my, my wife. Uh, you know, you see her on social media, but she's really reserved. She's not as social as, as you might uh, seem. So definitely what, what you talk about, um, that, the, the social skills or, or people willing to, uh, I guess, socialize more when it has to do with the dog. I lived it, so I know it's completely true, but also um, with our girls. And recently, we actually had an experience of uh, we're, we're foster parents as well. So um, you know, with our girls, we have seen how they have learned responsibility, how they have learned to um, Beautiful. Uh, socialize through play with the dogs, how they've learned self-esteem. Because one thing that, that these dogs do is that to them, through their actions, they say, you are the best human being that exists in the whole wide world. So, um, uh, you know, the way they act, the way they kind of uh, say hi to you when you come in, it lifts up a child's self-esteem and adult self-esteem as well. But um, when we brought this uh, uh, child in foster care, you know, that that kind of trauma of, you know, what's going on, where am I? It was quickly um, around the dog. It was it quickly like subsided. You saw that you saw the dog, not this one or, or the, the other one, but actually Tabitha, which is a bit our, our like 50 pound uh, dog we adopted. Um, you see her just approaching him and kind of uh, licking him and he would kind of get close and uh, start saying, hey, you know, the, the, even these these animals love me. Uh, this is the unconditional love. And he starts adapting because these uh, dogs are so inviting and saying, oh, wow, you know, this is a child. Um, I want to give yeah. him that security. I want to give him that companionship, that self-esteem love. to say everything's going to be okay. This is incredible. And, and again... I know a lot of people can sympathize with the subject that we're talking and the ones that don't have a dog, I want them to get like excited about maybe owning one, getting, bringing one home. Even for each individual, I think it's a different experience and, and different kind of benefit depends on what the need is. And it's only for companionship, so wonderful. But if it's for emotional uh, support, Wonderful if it's for mental or for physical. And actually, in, in, in terms of the physical um, uh, improvements that, that dogs can bring. Go ahead. Uh, Claudia, I want to mention with children, in case someone doesn't have a dog and they have children and they're really worried about allergies uh, for their children, there's actually a, a, a stat, a, a study that says that the children who have dogs in their home are three times less likely to develop allergies than those who have a dog in their home. And, and we've lived that. Our girls have no allergies. They've been uh, exposed to dogs from birth. Literally, they came to our home from the hospital and the dog just started licking them and doing everything. And 
You uh, know what? I love that you mentioned that. And actually, I interviewed a doctor here in, in my podcast just last week, and um, Dr. John Harvey Gaviria, and he was talking about exactly that, that um, his expertise is in the microbiome. And he was saying that um, the, the kids that grow up with pets and especially with dogs that they're so engaging and playful and they can, you know, roll up with them and they lick their faces and they, you know, all of that contributes in ways that parents don't even know to enrich the microbiome. And by doing that, you know, they gonna have a lot better uh, immune system. And that is not only to, to be obviously allergy resistant, it's also so many viruses and so many other, um, you know, threats to the, to the human health that a kid can have. But if they have the pets, their bodies are much better equipped to fight those and even to, to don't get allergies. So it's so on point that what you said. And again, uh, it's just wonderful that they grew up and learning that responsibility, what you just shared, shared with, your, with your daughters. Um, you know, it's, it's just beautiful. Yeah, but let's talk about the Yes, I, the, I know. The, the empathy is 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 really key here too because uh, we have taught our daughters from the start. You know, you got to treat the dogs with respect. They're living creatures. They're God's creation. You need to be loving. You need to be tender. And you think you're teaching them just to treat dogs, but really, God is using those dogs when you're teaching them that so that they be more empath empathetic, not only with dogs, but with people. So you see my, my, my daughters, they're, they have a really empathetic heart towards people, towards other children, you know, towards situations that really goes to them um, learning how to, to act or treat a creature that depends on you, that, that if you were to, if you, if you were to, you could do him harm. They, they, they're, they're defenseless in that sense, but you choose not to. You choose to be empathetic. You choose to, um, to be loving, and that translates over to how they're going to live their life. So to me, I've seen it you know, in, in so many ways. It's, it's, impressive. It's, it's amazing. Also, you that have children, uh, you, you, I don't, but you can tell our audience that by playing, the kids playing with the dogs, they burn a huge amount of energy. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, is yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that again, that reduces, uh, I think just playing with the dogs, you and your children, they reduce uh, stress levels in them because of burning energy. But it also, I think it reduces stress levels in, in us as parents, because if we don't do that, we could bring it out on our children. So it's, uh, you know, the, the physical activity of it, um, obviously apart from what you mentioned, like your husband saying, okay, if I have a dog, I have to take them out. I have to go walking. So it's, you know, I think, I think there's a, there's a stat that says that, um, you know, people with dogs, if I'm not mistaken, I think they, they walk, uh, I think it's like 300 minutes per week compared to half, I think almost half that, I think it's like 168 or something like that minutes that, that non-dog owners walk. So just in terms of steps, um, per week and in terms Fabulous. of how that affects your heart. I mean, that's just, you know, it's a given. And again, I mean, on, on my example with my husband, he has been so active and engaging and work out all his life, but it was that, that those few months that I, when I went to work 
to an office. I don't do that anymore. I work from home since COVID. But back then, that, that change of the routine by him not seeing me at home, it really affected him. And Aria totally, when she came to our lives, totally changed that. So when he went back to be himself, you know, very quickly. And then meeting the neighbors was another benefit. We, you know, it was great. It was awesome. So that in the physical activity, actually, I think the people that own dogs definitely are prompt to get more engaged on activity. Even they don't have to go to a dog park, but just only by walking the dog, even inside of the house. Where are you? I can see you. They walk around the house. It's extra activity that the one that you, you they would have if they don't have the dogs. So that that physical aspect is is very very important. Um, so David, in in the ministry that you guys uh, are part of with the dogs, um, what are are the emotional implications for somebody that received the visit of of the dogs when you bring them to them? Um, well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, what we're doing is a, uh, we're, we're doing emotional support therapy um, and we are, but, uh, but emotional support therapy, um, you know, it, it deals with the emotional part, but if you really want it to be a lasting uh, support therapy, um, this is where the organization brings in the spiritual part as well. So um, obviously we come in. And, uh, you know, we, we, we do an animal assisted therapy for, you know, fears, disorders, traumas, um, or just, you know, physical activity or, or, you know, just to lean in on these, on, on these dogs to give them peace in moment of, you know, trauma, fear, um, you know, it allows them to kind of regulate, um, and, you know, without having to speak, because a lot of the times when you're dealing with trauma, when you're dealing with situations, um, it's kind of, you know, anything that is said to you can be something that can have the, the completely opposite effect, even if it means well. So sometimes you say, I, I, I don't want you to give me advice. I don't want you to uh, uh, do anything. I just, you know, and, and a lot of the times it's just uh, what you need to do in those situations is just be with that person. So that's like the dog specialty, the vehicle for, for the dog to enter into this um, assistance in the therapy is saying, you know, here is a dog that just wants to be with you and play with you. He's not asking you, you know, uh, to, to not giving you advice. He's not uh, trying to figure out and solve your problem. He just wants to be a companion within. And, and, and I think uh, in, in the, in the, um, in the Bible somewhere, God says, you know, there's a time, uh, to laugh and a time to cry. And, 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 uh, you know, it also says that, you know, when someone is crying, you cry with them. When someone is laughing, you laugh with them. And, um, part of doing that in a dog sense is I'm just here, you know, if you're sad, I'm going to be here with you while you're sad. And I'm going to give you that, uh, uh, relief of saying, Hey, you know, there's, there's someone that's here with me. That's not going to judge me. That's not going to try to solve my problem. That just wants to be there with me. So, the members basically what they do is they, they they're there with them they give them what they need through this dog that they can trust um and then when it when the time is right or if it is right um then they speak life into that person they're not trying to solve their problems they're not trying to give them advice they're just trying to say you know what god is here god loves you 
And, uh, you know, even in through in the midst of this situation, he's going to work everything out for 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 the good of all who love him. Um, so it's a way you, that you mentioned trust. That. Trust is something big because a lot of people that suffer this emotional traumas, whatever they are, they don't trust. They have a very hard time trusting uh, another's. Um, they again it, they became more more centered on themselves because and secluded they 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 feel vulnerable where they are trusting somebody else is like giving up some of that uh power let's say it is 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 that control they it, it feels terrifying but when they are with a dog when someone is with a dog and you trust your dog you totally know that that fairy creature is listening at what even I found myself sometimes talking to Aria, like I'm talking to a friend and she looks at me with those eyes, like eye to eye. I really don't know if she understands what I'm saying, but she's paying attention. And that is big that I trust her. I know <laughs> she's not giving me an answer like a human would, would do, but she is giving me an answer by listening because sometimes it's only listening is all we need you know yeah well part of what we do as a, a in our content you know when we talk about you know the, the love of god through these dogs is that we say you know most of the times pet owners they say the more you know, there's a saying it's the more i know people the more i love my dog um so that's the trust factor that you're talking about but what we try to say is now that your trust is off of the person and Now that your trust is in God's creation with this unconditional love of the dog that you trust because it gives you unconditional love, that's just a speck of the unconditional love of God. So now that, you now that you've removed your trust from the person and put it on the dog, now I want you to know the heart of the creator of this dog because that heart and that spirit is in this dog. So if you get this little speck of that, imagine what you can experiment Because that's God's unconditional love. So that's what we try to uh, we try to, to to kind of guide them through that process to say that says you know uh, you, there is a God that doesn't judge you. There is a God that forgives you. There is a God that is there unconditionally for you. Um, and and the only maybe the only way that you're going to be able to see it visibly to understand it invisibly is through your best friend through your dog. Wow! Now. <laughs> I uh, this is I have tears in my eyes. I I just think it's 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 so much that we don't realize how much is the love that we receive from from God's creation, you know. And and that is very true. I used to yeah, I don't know if you can see the shirt here, but it says uh the shirt dog. here it says dog God, because basically what we want is the love, unconditional love of our dog to take us to the unconditional love of God. So it's like dog. It's so gosh. beautiful and it's so true. When I live on my farm, I live, you know, surrounded by animals. And and I, at some point, I kind of like enjoyed more the company of my animals than the, the people. And and I started understanding what they were talking in a sense that obviously I, nor like I understand the conversations between the cows of the chickens, but I knew they were communicating. They were talking about what's happening and they were so loving Because they see me for who I was. No judgment. It was just love. Love. So I am I'm I think what you just said was 
so profound and so, so pretty. And, and I want to bring something up here um, because maybe when, when we get to understand better the nature of the dogs, we can understand what they can do for us. And, and this is for my audience to know part one of a two episode podcast. We're going to be uh, actually on Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas. In, in about a month from now, we're going to do a podcast with the, the service dogs that are trained and in Lagland uh, base uh, because they are, they are the service dogs for the military forces. But also we're going to see the love, the beauty of these hero dogs in the service that they provide not only for the military forces, but also for the handlers, from the people who train them. For, for the emotional support that they bring to for those veterans that have a, you know post-traumatic syndrome that they they're suffering from the unthinkable that they saw during war so we're gonna we're gonna go very deep into what our dogs can do for us and for 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 those humans that are broken that are heartbroken and as you say this is the love of God coming through them teaching them that they are whole, that they are beloved, that there's a lot more to live for. So That's gonna it's, it's going to be phenomenal. Right? It is. Had, it is going to be opportunity, phenomenal. I had the opportunity to speak with your husband about it. Um, yes. And that was just mind-blowing, the connection. Uh, you know, not, not just how they serve, obviously, in, in the military, because that, that's just amazing in, in, in itself. But the connection and the bond and what these dogs were willing to do for their handlers, um, wow. I, I just said, I wish we could all be willing to do the same thing for our handlers. Our handler is God, right? So I wish we could have that passion, that, that bond, and that unconditional love toward our handler, toward our God, that these dogs that, that when I, when I, when your husband told me about how they would, you know, and I don't want to spoil anything because that's going to be an amazing podcast. No, but it's going to be, you know, Bruce but, is a wow. canine trainer. He was for the Air Force. So he had to go through the entire program of training these dogs and learning so much from what, how they behave, how they think, how they feel. And he's going to be amazing because we cannot see them in action and we're going to be interviewing veterans that, uh, you know, know of the beauty and the love and the companionship of these dogs when they have a post-traumatic syndromes. And, and again, it's just um, story after the story is, is just beautiful to see what these amazing animals can do for them. And they were, they're going to be able to risk their lives, their lives. So that's an unconditional love for them. And they know it. And, you know, it's just, we, we, we're going to have a ter terrific time there. And I want the people to be, stay tuned because that's coming. And, and that is uh, something that I, I want to, to bring to your attention. And I'm going to keep you updated on that. Now, David, I also know that the dogs provide tremendous service on kids that have mental disabilities, such as autism and, and, uh, you know, cerebral paralysis, brain paralysis. So we understand 
that that the dogs help to socialize and get through through those very challenging situations for for the small ones for kids um can you tell us a little bit more about that in your experience do you you guys service uh, with your dogs to to you know individuals with with uh, mental discapacities in kids yeah, especially yeah well, we 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 haven't had the opportunity to do that yet but I do know that just from talking with uh, um you know the the um people in Canines for Christ and the, and the board and all the founders and everything that, uh, yeah, what they've seen has been, has been amazing because it's, it's two components. I think it's, um, you know, one, one of them is obviously the, the reduction of anxiety, the reduction of, of stress that can uh, be the catalysts, you know, to, to affect the social skills. And, um, you know, there, there, I know there's some, uh, there's some studies in the, in the same, uh, I think it's a journal of pediatric nursing that, that uh, talks about how these dogs can reduce the stress levels and help with the social skills. But also there's a service animal component to that where they can, you know, uh, in certain situations, be that uh, help to assist in those day-to-day -day activities um, uh, to be able to kind of uh, work through that, uh, that, that condition and that diagnosis. I know they use horses as well but obviously you know it's not as easy to you know uh bring a uh do, do with a horse than with a dog um but yeah i mean the, the the benefits and the results that you see in in i guess just treating and helping treat these uh, uh these situations are incredible and obviously when you add you know what what god can do uh then you know it's a, it's a it's like a recipe for for success for explosion so. is 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 canine for christ a nationwide organization or are they are only on on few locations in the states yeah no it's a it's a nationwide organization it's actually they're they're actually in other cities i mean other countries as well and some other countries as well but it is a nationwide organization and what's what's beautiful about it is that um basically the 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 only thing holding back Canines for Christ from going to where you are uh, is basically you saying, hey, I want to be a, a member. It doesn't, you know, Canines for Christ doesn't have to be where you are, uh, wherever you are and are willing to serve. That's where Canines for Christ is going to be. So, um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's uh, that's what's beautiful about this organization, that it's a it's a collective thing, but it's an individual um, it's an individual calling. Um, and service as well. So, yeah, it's wherever they can be, they're going to be. Okay, for all our listeners, we're going to have the information for uh, Canines for Christ as well as David and Natalia, his wife, and all of the social media so you can follow them and know better of the wonderful work that they are doing this ministry um, through the dogs and serving others through the love of God in these beautiful animals that we love so much. So, David, is something else you want to share with us before we say goodbye? Oh, no, I just want to thank you for, for, for listening. We love, um, you know, whenever we can share about what God can do through our dogs, through our pets. Um, it's amazing. It's a blessing. And to all those who don't have a pets, we're, pets, we're on a mission. We're on a mission to say, open your, your homes Uh, to these dogs, to these pets, and you're going to see that with responsibility comes great 
great blessing. Your heart's going to be transformed and uh, God's going to use that to do some really amazing things in your home and your children and your marriage and your family. And, uh, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, thank you, Claudia, for, for having us here. Thank you, David. And, and again, stay tuned for part two. I, I want you also to, to see that episode in Lackland. Uh, Air Force Base in San Antonio is coming soon and, and it's going to be very nice. We're very much looking forward uh, to learn more about that aspect of the dogs on the service uh, for the military forces as well as supporting our veterans during yeah. the troubling times and, and mental, um, you know, battles that they suffer after seeing and living the unthinkable overseas during war. So thank you very much today. Uh, we had a, a tremendous conversation with you and I know this is just the beginning because I want you, my listeners, to comment and comment below. I would like to know your experiences with your dogs. I would like to tell us if you know someone that have a transformational um, story. We would love to to hear from you and and from your experiences with your beloved dogs. Thank you so much, David. If you enjoyed this episode with David Botero, when we talk about the dogs and the emotional support that they do for humans, the mental support, and all of the benefits for the body, mind, and soul. I want to invite you to join me on the second part of the series with dogs, where we are going to be at the Joint Base at Lagland in San Antonio, Texas, talking about the military working dog program. Because let's face it, we can be talking here about all of the protocols on nutrition, exercising, and all of those things. But health and wellness doesn't mean anything if we don't have safety and security. We're going to talk about the military working dogs and how these hero dogs provide safety and security for us. Also, that special bond that they have with their handlers and the sacrifices they made for you and me, for our security, and for the love and companion that they provide to the handlers and trainers. So if this is something that is of your interest, please stay tuned for the second part. And subscribe to our podcast. Follow us in all of our social media channels. I really appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like the information that we shared with you today, please subscribe to the Express Soul Health and Wellness podcast and follow us in the social media outlets of your choice. Until next time, please remember... Health is wealth for the body, mind and soul.